Hey, your kids are home for the summer. Are they glued to the TV? Heck, kids aren't glued to the TV anymore. They're glued to their phone, their iPad, the computer screen. What is that doing to their eyes? There's some articles out about that. Sarah Clark has a master's of public health and child health, Medicaid policy, immunization policy. Are we seeing something happen to this generation's eyes based on the amount of screen time? We actually are. And what's happening is we have more kids becoming nearsighted, myopia, and it's being linked to the amount of time they spend on the screens. You know, I always gave my kid a hard time because from the time he was young, he he was he'd put earbuds in, and I'd say, "You're not going to be able to hear," and he'd go, "What?" Because <laughs> he always had earbuds in, and now he's twenty and he still has earbuds in, and I think that he grew up, you know, looking at a screen most of the time as well. I mean, that's what they do in their free time. So, what can we do to? try and curb that is there something other than just saying all right we have to limit it to a certain amount of time each day and if so sarah how much time is that so i would say two things we want to think about one is limiting that amount of screen time and the other and i think parents will like this have kids go outside because what researchers are finding is that being outdoors has a really good protective effect for eyes, both for kids and adults. Of course, is it sunny? You want the kids wearing sunglasses or a wide-brimmed hat. But there is something about being outdoors, that natural light, that helps protect against nearsightedness. Well, and it feeds our soul, too. <laughs> helps our and mind. And kids, it's good. Get out there. And you know, a good target is one to two hours a day of outside time. And, you know, it's embarrassing to say, but I know a lot of parents who just can't get their kids out for one to two hours a day. It's silly because we would spend eight or ten hours a day. They'd say, when the streetlights come on, you got to get home. And that's about the time that we would roll in. But it's just a different world that we live in. So what what kind of, I mean, this is causing damage. I, I mean, are doctors starting to right. see it in hospitals, ophthalmologists? eye people and that is that it's the eye people the ophthalmologists and the optometrists that are leading the charge on this and then and they're recognizing that more and more we're seeing this myopia this nearsightedness in kids so one of the things parents can think about is let's get a little creative how about have dinner outside on the patio or take a picnic dinner over to the park or take a walk uh when you're maybe after dinner or at a certain time in the day um it's about being uh, conscientious about creating that time that we're, we're going to go outside. And you know what, parents, it would be great if you went outside with the kids. It will do you good, too. Yeah, absolutely. When should kids get vision tests? And is that something pediatricians do regularly? At the well-child checkups, the pediatrician or the family doctor will do that vision test. And, you know, it starts at the very first uh, early age where the doctors will shine the light in the eyes and they're looking to see are the eyes responding to the light, are the eyes tracking together. And then as kids get older, they'll read out the letters on the eye chart. Kids should have a vision test at least every two years. And so that goes along with attending those checkups. And is that something that's often paid for by insurance? Because I'll tell you what, every time I need to go get a, they'll, they'll pay for the eye checkup, I think, every two years, but they certainly don't pay for the glasses. And that 
is an issue. And most children's insurance will pay for a visit with an eye doctor uh, if it comes to that. If the if the pediatrician's checkup says, nah, maybe you should think about getting a follow-up visit with a specialist, most of the time that will be covered, but certainly not all of the time. And, and that's an unfortunate barrier for some families. Sometimes it's part of that out-of-pocket deductible that you have to pay. So even covered, parents will want to check about, you know, what will the cost really be? And Sarah, somebody just sent a text and said, hey, what about their necks? If they're always glued to a screen, looking down at their phone, looking at some type of screen, it's obviously bothering their eyes. But what about their necks? Um, That is funny because even there are even some new types of exercises that they have people do to get rid of that it, that specific neck tension. Um, and, you know, we like to say kids are generally healthy, they bounce back, but what we're seeing, you're right, first it was with the ears and the hearing loss-related earbuds, and now with the eyes and screen time, I think what we're seeing over the years as we have a chance to study this more is there are a lot of effects with this uh, amount of screen time, this heavy amount of screen time that so many young kids are having. We really have to try to break that habit best we can. And so when they are back in school and they're generally not reading a book, they are looking at a screen in school as well. Do you suggest those glasses that are designed to help protect your eyes when you're looking at screens all day? You know, the 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 blue light glasses yeah. that they call them, um, they might... For some children, they might protect a little bit against eye strain. You know, people might respond differently. The really the biggest concern about blue light has to do with the disruption of kids' circadian rhythms, and it really gets it them uh, at bedtime. It can make it harder for kids to fall asleep. So if you have a kid that's doing a lot of screen time, especially with homework, um, and the eyes uh, are maybe a little strained, it's perfectly fine to try those blue screen glasses. But I think the big one is um, the the big blue screen effect has to do with uh, interfering with sleep. So for that, you want to make sure you get those screens put away at least an hour before bedtime. Have kids get set up to have a good night's sleep. And you're right. Everything you just said works for adults as well. <laughs> mm-hmm. We have to sometimes take our own advice. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you for joining us, Sarah. Thanks, Lisa. Uh, Coming up next, the newsroom temperature check. A few other stories we want to share with you today. But first, Mary's got your weather and traffic.